Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. What a difference a week makes no with weather. kidding. A week I was just laying. It was snowing. <laughs> it's, for people listening, it's 80 degrees right now, so... Yeah. I was just laying on my front porch, but it sucks. I can't really lay on my flat on my back anymore. I'm going to have to pull out a chair to lay down because she's squishing my oh. everything. What, what <laughs> gravity are is we not my week? friend. Uh, she's either an artichoke or a sweet potato. Um, and oh. she is this. Oh. One of them, you're going to love this whenever you're pregnant. One of the apps has it in, like, 90s memorabilia. Um, <laughs> and it's a, the size of a disposable camera. Oh, uh, love that. Mm-hmm. She's getting up there or, in size then. Or a cucumber on that one, too. So, That's yeah, she's long. about six inches. Um, almost six inches, yeah. That's, like, tangible. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I am officially feeling fluttery kicks, which is crazy, crazy. You look pretty today. Oh my gosh, my hair's a mess. It's still not dry. I showered. I just took it out of like my hair twisty thing. Mm -hmm. Because I found the longer I keep it, the longer I keep it in there, the more the top part curls. As opposed to the top just being straight for anyone, and the bottom being curly. Yeah, for anyone listening who doesn't follow Mare on any social media, you need to. Her hair is goals. It's so beautiful. It's, okay, so when I was in high school, I had a dream about my wedding, and I had really long hair. So ever since then, I've been growing it out. <laughs> and it's really long, well, and I'm excited for after really the wedding long. to like do something with it. <laughs> Everybody always is like, I'm going to chop it off. I don't know if I'm going to like chop it, but like I at least want to like dye it something crazy maybe. Ooh. Have you ever dyed your hair? Oh, yeah. I had red hair, like bright, bright red hair. I was like, your hair is kind of has a red tint anyway. It was, yeah, it was fire truck red was the color. I'll I'll send you a picture. Um, Yes, please. I can't picture it. But... Like, I want to do, like, maybe, like, a, a tinge of pink or something to my hair, you know? Ooh, yeah. That's fun. But, I wish yeah. I had I, – I mean, my hair is just so fine. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I put it in a bun, do you remember <laughs> – do you remember when hair dye was in, like, Target or Walgreens or something, and they had, like, the little loops of hair to oh, show yeah. you what color it was? It's, like, coming back. That's oh, what. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like it was like yeah. a small sample. Yep. That's essentially my hair in a bun. It's like <laughs> the tiniest little swoop. <laughs> it oh, just looks little... like. Because you cut yours after your wedding, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I would cut it again, but with it getting hot out, and I just like right. to get it off my neck and my face. Okay, I'm gonna send you in the chat. One of my senior pictures, so you can see my red hair. Ooh, look at that red hair. Look at those bangs. I know. Post- posting it on this week's Instagram. Isn't that crazy? Yes. 
Yeah, those yes, are my senior such pictures. Such a baby, such a I baby. Know. Back when I wore eyeliner <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, don't do even do wear, that. Never. Do I don't even think I own eyeliner? eyeliner. I don't think I own I just eyeliner today. Purchase some brown eyeliner because I'm trying to not wear makeup as much, and like when I do, I don't want it to look so heavy. Yeah. Yes. How's your juice cleanse going? I knew it (laughs) I made it like Mm -hmm. one day Mm -hmm. and I think it's just because like I had like really bad juice recipes it sucks you don't need to juice yeah and right like one of the because like there's like six different juices that you're supposed to drink a day and like one of them is really good and I could drink that one but the rest like literally were making me gag So I'm doing a modified juice cleanse. So I'm drinking two of the juices a day, one cup of coffee, one pizza and some pasta and then (laughs) and like one salad with like some kind of protein. So like that's because like I I mean, mainly like I wanted to do the juice cleanse because get bloated so easily. So like mainly I wanted to do it just to get like the bloating down before my session. I feel limit your salt. Yeah. And you should be good. Yeah, that's the main thing. Last night, I was like, I just want popcorn. So oh, bad. we don't like, even have popcorn in the house. We should. That's like our main like go-to really? snack at night. On the stove. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we go all out. We have like a variety pack of like seasoning. See, I'm not a big seasoning yeah. fan. I like just straight up butter and salt. Okay, so another story time here. I'll send you another picture. When I was in... Okay, so my hometown was where Jolly Time Popcorn was founded. Mm-hmm. You know, that that company. And so every yes. summer they have popcorn days, which is like the weekend after 4th of July. And every year they crown like one of the town's teenagers as popcorn queen. And then there's two popcorn princesses. So you were a popcorn queen? I was popcorn princess one year. So oh my gosh. I have a little obsession with popcorn because I come from the popcorn capital of the world. But I'm going to send you a picture of me in my Sash and tiara because it's so funny. Uh, is it a tiara made out of popcorn? No, I wish. Oh, that would Yeah, be a they good should idea. go all out. Or like, yeah. you know how people do like the popcorn and cranberry strands on their trees? Yeah. People should do that, but with like popcorn necklaces. It was... Yeah, it's ridiculous because for like during popcorn days weekend, we had to wear like our polos and like knee length khakis and our sashes everywhere. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. And like I was Wait, like a teenager. A... Let me see. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. This is this is great funny? quality photos. This is amazing. Oh, I, I have to send wait you. To this other one share these we went on like the tv station the local tv station and we there is just a giant three giant bowls of popcorn in front of us it's i still can't get over these bangs that you have i know and everyone will share this on instagram so if you're wondering what we're talking about oh my god is it that funny I was probably, it was was the summer before. 2013. Yeah, it was the summer before my senior year. So I was 16, 17. Isn't that funny? 
that's incredible so then that is this is just a long tangent but so if you go to my facebook and like go to like the tagged photos of me there's all these pictures of me as the popcorn princess and then that fall i was on homecoming court so the next year like that spring when like you're trying to like find like a roommate on facebook for your first year of college they all see these pictures of me in like dresses and like on homecoming court and my roommate who's one of my bridesmaids now she was like I literally thought you were like a pageant girl (laughs) because there's just all these you should be a popcorn princess for Halloween this year I was okay so then in college when I was working at Iowa State Athletics so I used to do the graphics for like the the ribbon boards and the jumbotron stuff like that at like the basketball and football games and so there was a football game on Halloween weekend one year and all the people I worked with like knew the story of the popcorn princess and so I brought my Sasha and Tiara and made like the 55 year old guy who like directs the entire football game wear the sash and crown the whole time. That's amazing. Speaking, this is random, but speaking of jumbotrons, did you know that it's on my bucket list to get on a kiss cam? At hmm. uh, any, it can be a small sporting event. Love that. <laughs> it can be a big one. I just really want to do it. And every time we go, we cross, we try to look lovey-dovey in the stands because <laughs> he knows it's my dream. How is your gua sha progress going? I need to remember to do it at night. Yep. <laughs> my, my, I feel like my cheekbones are a little bit. I mean, you're a babe, so you've always had cheekbones. <laughs> my face is, <laughs> in the last like two years, my face has rounded out a little bit. Mine will happen when you get the quarantine 20. Yes. And it's so, I mean, you're younger than me, but it is crazy how much my body has changed since I was like 24 till now. Yeah. It's like, you're so used to yourself one way and you're, I kept being like, if I hit, I mean, I used to be tiny, tiny. Like if I hit 120, I'm going to freak out. And then yeah. it was like, if I hit 122, I'm going to freak out. If I hit 125 right. <laughs> all the way up. And that, then it was like, when I went in to, I'm going to be very vulnerable and share my weight. But when I went in for my uh, first appointment, I was 140. And they told me I was going to gain like 25 to 35 more pounds. And I was like, I'm not prepared for this well yeah and I feel like as women like not necessarily full-blown but I feel like every woman has some kind of like body dysmorphia to them right and so like hearing that like you're gonna gain that much weight just like triggers something in our brains I I just um when I was growing up I looked like a little boy like I had a little boy's body but with boobs and then (laughs) in late in life I got my hips and stuff. And now I'm like, I have curves. So it makes sense that I'm like a mid-size weight and mm-hmm. I'm healthy weight for my size, for my height. But it still was like such, even when it's like, I know I'm looking healthier now right. than I ever did before. Mm-hmm. It still is difficult to see your body change so much. And especially now in pregnancy, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. Your body's like, changing I, much faster probably too. Yes, you have like to even see this belly. Week to week. Oh, I can see your chest up right now. Oh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Got to get that other house for the boobs. 
I know. And then the belly's oh, just down here. That picture that you posted last week, you were like glowing. Thank you. I oh feel my like gosh. I, Are you feeling I'm any better? Huge. Uh, last night I kind of felt like shit again and I was really upset about it because I thought I had turned a corner, but today I'm feeling a little bit better again. So I'll probably just have bad days every once in a while. Right. Um, but it's weird. The apps that they have out there are so spot on. I didn't sleep last night really because my brain was going and Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get aches and pains and my belly's bigger and all this stuff and then I look on the app and it's like week 18 loss of sleep mm. and I'm like how do you that's know crazy. <laughs> yeah wow that's but that's... it's wow I mean, it's awesome yeah it, I'm really excited for Joe to be able to feel our kick um we just ordered our stroller today Ooh. just all the fun a stuff and we got an... oh, no we got a expandable one too for what because I'm like I don't want to pay a bunch of money and then for a stroller and then once we have another kid who right will probably need to be like if you have a two-year-old even mm-hmm. and an infant you're gonna need a double stroller so right. I got one that can like convert into it expand with so- your family yeah. I mean, these adult things that we're doing, I'm like, how are we to this point in our lives? But I know. You it's... know? I feel you. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors and we'll be back with our guest. Sounds good to me. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Hinterland Music Festival. Hinterland Music Festival is three days of music curated for all who love both music and the outdoors in a beautiful rural escape just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. The festival features music, camping, art, crafts, family engagement, and more. Taking place this year, August 6th through the 8th, with a lineup you won't want to miss. Some bands I'm personally looking forward to are Leon Bridges, Black Pumas, Tyler Childers, Mountjoy, L. King, Orville Peck, just so many good bands. Head to hinterlandiowa.com for details, safety guidelines, festival tickets, camping passes, live streaming tickets, and more. See you at Hinterland. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, so if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. On today's podcast, we have one of my favorite types of um, guests and vendors. We have a florist. Uh, I love all things floral. And Emily Weaver is the owner, operator, and florist of Cam Bam Custom Floral. She, from her Instagram, does incredible, incredible work. Insanely amazing reviews. She's award-winning here in Iowa. Um, 
I assume you named your business after your son, um, but I do want to know more about that. Please welcome to the head table, Emily. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Hello. How are you? How are you enjoying this beautiful summer-ish day? It's just gorgeous. I haven't been outside very much, but hopefully this afternoon I'm going to take the dogs on a walk and just soak in the sun while we have it here. It's very well known that around this podcast, we are, our moods are very well dictated by the weather. Especially <laughs> mine, so, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so true. I totally get it. My husband gets like the seasonal, he's just like, yeah, yes, that's me. Uh-huh. And I mean, his attitude completely changes with the weather. So but anyways, florals. So <laughs> Allie gave that beautiful intro. So just kind of tell us in your own yep. words how you got started into like florals and weddings and kind of where your business is at today and what it looks like. Yeah. So I've always loved flowers. I mean, I can't think of that many people who don't like flowers at all. Um, but I grew up with a grandma and grandpa who were always gardening. I was always around it. In high school, I was in um, 4-H and FFA, and they actually had a floral design class you could take as an elective in high school. So um, that's kind of where I got my start and then worked at a floral shop in college while I got my degree. I actually was teaching. I taught 7th and ninth grade language arts for a couple years um, and then always just did this on the side. My friends were getting married. I did my own wedding flowers. And then I just decided I'm going to take the leap and start my own. So how long ago was that? So that was six years ago. And I actually started my business in um, Mesa, Arizona. And then we moved up here. So we've been here just a little over five years now. So what brought you to Iowa? Um, So originally from Nebraska, and we're just looking to get closer to family. But we both knew we didn't want to move back to like our hometowns. Um, so Des Moines just kind of popped up on our radar and everything just like fell into place so easily. So we, we love it here. Yeah, it's a good city and it's a growing city. I actually just had a friend who moved here last year at the start of COVID Mm -hmm. and I feel bad because she hasn't yet experienced like the Des Moines lifestyle and everything that it has to offer because I think from the outside like somebody posted on one of my photos or commented the other day like who knew Iowa could be so beautiful and it really is here and there is such a good life and such a good um community of vendors here too Um, do you feel like you've built a pretty strong community of people that you work with and Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing, especially coming from like Arizona to here. Arizona was so saturated with wedding vendors and there's so many. And um, then coming here, it's way less like, I don't know, like mean competitive mm-hmm. where I feel like, I mean, there's a little group of us florists that will get together and we'll go get coffees together and we'll kind of like vent and talk about where we're getting flowers or um, just it's awesome and we refer each other and then you know just photographers and venues and everything it's very like a close-knit community where everyone's trying to just help each other out so yeah I totally agree I think sometimes people get like confused when Allie and I are doing this podcast together but like we're two different photography businesses they're like wait 
how does that work? How? But yeah, I feel like, you know, everyone always says like community over competition, but it really is fun to see that like actually play out and implement Practiced. it. Like I know if I was in a pinch or mm-hmm. um, needed to find something, I could reach out to all the other florists in this area and they would all message me back. Right. 100%. I have called Meredith to help me out multiple times now and she is like yep I'm on it you know and there's no and I would do the same for her there's no like worry about that yeah Mm -hmm. and it's just like because you know I mean sometimes life just happens and you need Mm -hmm. someone to help out and step in for you when when that happens so it's always especially during pandemic season yeah exactly I know how has your business shifted to like COVID times yeah, because I mean, most of my business is centered around weddings and events. Right. And so when we were shut down for weddings, people were still trying to send flowers. And I think um, so we just kind of pivoted to be to offer daily deliveries. And so oh. we do daily like bouquets, um, happy birthdays, just because, you know, funeral orders, things like that. Um, so we started an online um, store on my website. And then also tons of my brides still wanted to get married, but they don't need 25 centerpieces anymore. They just need maybe a little backdrop and their bouquet and one boutonniere. So we added on an all a cart um, option on our website too. So you can just okay that you like and pick it up. That's so nice. And are you the one delivering all these flowers? Yeah, me. And then I've got, um, uh, two ladies that help me year round. And then during the summer, I've got more seasonal people. Sometimes I rope my parents into it too. So (laughs) do you feel uh, this is a random, I have two random questions. One, do you always smell like flowers? I feel like it would be (laughs) the best smelling job in the world. (laughs) I get nose blind to it. You know, when you're around things so often, um, when people walk into my studio, they say it smells really good. So I'm sure. But um, unless I get something super fragrant that I haven't had in, I don't get to enjoy it as much as I yeah. used to. I, I always wonder how people can work in a bakery or like a cupcake oh, shop. Because yeah. when I go in there, I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. I couldn't be here all the time. But I assume you go nose Yeah, you're just it. so used That's, to it. Mm-hmm. All right. My second random question. What's your favorite flower? Oh my gosh. It changes all the time right now. So today I got these amazing peonies in that have like the big yellow pollen center. I saw it on your story. Uh huh. And I'm just like, Oh, I was just dying over them and they opened so nice. And so today those peonies are my favorite flower. I want to plant and peonies I'm, so bad, but I hate the ants have them that in come front. with them. No ants. You just don't do it right uh, next to your house. There we go. Yeah. Right oh, I should put them like house. against <laughs> I should put them against my fence in the back where like my neighbors are. Would that be a terrible thing? No. No. Because they're only there when they're budding because they've got that sugar on their blooms. And then what do you, sorry, what do you recommend for peony bushes to not fall over? Oh gosh. Right? They just get so heavy. I'm like, do I need to put like wiring around them? I mean, they have a structure that you can put around it. It almost, it looks like a half of a tomato cage. Yeah. You 
what that is. Um, or you can just clip them because they just yeah. get so then they just tip over um yeah so people, and then they don't look good anyway so yeah might as well just clip them bring them in the house know. Yeah. yeah I love mm-hmm. your story of how like number one that's super cool that like in high school you were able to take a floral arrangement class that sounds super fun but Jealous. I feel like yeah I feel like it's a common theme in general with people of our generation that they were taught like gardening and stuff from grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not the first florist to come and say like my grandparents were the ones who taught me how to do all this. And maybe, I don't know if it's just like their generation that like, that's just how they got a lot of like their produce and stuff was just by growing it. But I don't know. I don't, that's just a random thought I had is it's, it's an interesting concept that that generation passed it to this generation. So are you frequent? Are you teaching your son? trying to I mean he'll come out and he'll be like okay what flowers can I use and I always have like things from last week that either broke off or we didn't get to use or whatever and so he makes he makes things last night he made nunchucks out of my floral wire and like pieces mm-hmm. oh, of sometimes the boy stuff it's like ingrained in them even if you <laughs> haven't taught them like I've seen my nephews pick something up and they start like making car noises mm-hmm. and nobody's taught them that like it's just part of them so I love yep. I love that how old is he so he just turned seven in March fun and yep and I did name my business after him so his name's Camden and when he was a toddler he looked just like Bam Bam off the Flintstones oh I love it and so Cam Bam is his nickname and oh when I started my business, he was, you know, like one mm-hmm. and I looked and searched and brainstormed so many types of names and they were all either taken or a variation of them was already taken. And I was like, I just don't want to name my business what someone else already has. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, can bam, no one even, that's not really even a real world word, but, um, mm-hmm. but that's good know. because then when you search it, like you're the only one that's going to pop up then. Yeah. And it's one that you remember, like it's catchy. Mm. It's kind of like an earworm song where like later you'll be like, uh, you can't forget it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So what are, what's like your favorite part about doing like florals for weddings, like putting the flowers together, delivering them? What do you love about it? I mean, I just like the process where there's like start to a finish and we, have all these meetings and we visualize things and we have it all up in our heads. And then I get all these flowers shipped in from all over either the United States or the world. And they're just in cardboard boxes and then processing the flowers and seeing them go from, you know, dehydrated to beautiful and then making them into things and then delivering and setting it all up and having it just come into fruition of all of our, you know, like year of planning. Mm -hmm. Um, and every wedding is so different and every bride has such different personality and just, I don't know, just the process of it. There is some, there's something really satisfying about having a final product, like tangible mm-hmm. item to be able to touch and feel and see that was started as an idea. I feel like some jobs don't get that, I don't know, satisfaction at the end of it because it's, I mean, 
I don't know, like woodworking or something where you make a table, then you see it at the end. But a lot of jobs, it's, you know, digital or, I mean, even with ours, unless we get prints made, it's all online Mm -hmm. and it's super satisfying to see that. But if I print one out and have it framed and stuff, it, there's just something different about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just taking a step back and just seeing it all done. It's just right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I have a couple questions and one of them is just like very basic informational. Can you describe like different styles of bouquets? Cause I know there's like cascading, there's like round. I am a novice when it comes to that stuff. Would you be able to explain to us and our listeners kind of like the different terminology for those? Yeah. So um, the first bouquet is what we just call more of like a round hand tied bouquet that might be, you know, what you would see more traditionally, um, mm-hmm. uh, like 10, 15 years ago, where very compact, very flower focused. Um, it could all be all one type of flower or multiple different types of flowers. Um, in the middle would be what I call like a garden style bouquet where that one has a little bit more greenery. It's a little bit more organic and airy versus very structured. <laughs> and then, and then um, on the opposite end of the spectrum is cascading, which is like water falling down in front of you. And those can be very structured in like teardrop style, which again is more traditional. Right now we're seeing a lot more like movement and texture um, air between the flowers. And so those cascades are a little bit more just organic feeling too. So what's your favorite style to make? Um, I would say I fall in the garden style mm-hmm. category. Um, and I do get quite a few brides that like the cascades too. Um, but I really just like the movement, um, mm-hmm. that you, like, when you hold that bouquet and it just, they kind of dance and it's really fun. I like that too. And it doesn't take as much away from the dress either. Sometimes with cascading ones, I feel like it covers, if you have a lot of detail on your dress, I just feel like the garden style is the perfect, you know, like not too small, not too big, right in the middle, the Goldilocks (laughs) of bouquets. So as a photographer, like sometimes we'll get to like, you know, end of the night, like golden hour, we're taking p- couples out for more pictures. And this happened actually when we were at the the styled shoot up in Minnesota, I was handling the bouquet and like, it had just been handled, you know, so much throughout the day. And like one of the flowers came off. What was you suggested people? Like, would you try to put that back in? Cause like, I know like you have this vision and if you see someone like, m- you know, shift something around, yeah, like, would you just recommend just take it out? It'll be okay. Try to put it back in. I would say just take it out. If it falls out, just take it out. If something's got a broken neck, just take it out. Um, Cause it's always, you know, there's some people use wire, some people use rubber bands, some people use tape, and then you've got ribbon on top of it. So it would just probably be easier and less chance of damaging something else trying to mm-hmm. yeah. take it back in. So, right. Oh. they do they get warm and overhandled so <laughs> how many weddings a year would you say that you typically do um my average is around 80 um holy wow. cow first of all 
that's, that's incredible. It's, it, we are busy. Um, I think the, three years ago, I had 105 and I said, I'll never do that many. Right. Yeah. There's that point where you, you're like, I can do it. I can do it. And at the end of the year, you're like, nope, that was my limit. I know that now. (laughs) 80s kind of our sweet spot. Um, Mm -hmm. This year we've got a little bit more just because of COVID reschedules, but Mm -hmm. what's like the most that you'll take for like one day? Oh, like four or five. And it always depends on where they are. Um, right. And I always base it on the first person that books. So the first person books, they're downtown. I'm going to try to book more weddings that are downtown. I'm not going to book someone who's in Ames. Um, yeah. So yeah, we just try to base it on that. What wedding trends are you really loving right now? I am loving the neutrals that are coming mm-hmm. out and it's really fun sometimes complicated trying to match those with flowers when you've got like beiges and mustards and things like that mm-hmm. where there's not a ton of flowers that are in that color palette so it's really fun to kind of brainstorm with wholesalers and um, other florists online to try to really find flowers that match those so what does your process look like with your brides when you like first meet with them? Like, do they send you a color palette? Do you have a video chat and they kind of describe what they're seeing? And then how do you take that, like you said, to the wholesalers and kind of come up with an idea? Yeah. So I have a, I've got an inquiry form on my website that I have everyone fill out and it's got all every, everything in there. They can upload their Pinterest link Pinterest board link on there, upload pictures. And then we have just a video call or phone call now. And we'll just go through everything. I have them send me their dress or bridesmaid dresses if they've got those picked out and just to get an overall feel for their day. And then how flowers can complement those versus, you know, overpowering the bridal dress. Um, uh, And then I write them custom proposals based off of exactly what they need and their numbers and all of that. Okay. That's cool. I love like hearing that process mm-hmm. and how that all works. Do you feel like you get yeah. close to your couples or at I least your like brides? I, yeah, definitely brides um, and brides moms. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we have multiple conversations throughout the year. I mean, a lot of my brides book me like at the nine to nine months to a year out. And so I feel like we really get to know each other. We talk about our dogs and families and all of that. Um, And I feel like I've got a lot of brides that I stay in their lives. Like this last weekend, I had a past bride who it was her um, baby shower. And so I got to go deliver flowers for her baby shower. It's just so much fun. Fun. That's so much fun. That's always a blast. I know like as a, as photographers, like we love when like, obviously like it's one of the highest compliments, like when a past client like comes back to you for, for more work. So like when past clients will hire us to do like newborn photos or family photos, like Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so fun. And Scott and Jen, the husband and wife that I work for, they actually just shot a wedding 
in Milwaukee this last weekend. And one of the bridesmaids and one of the groomsmen were a past couple oh, of ours fun. as well. So like, it's always fun when you get to like work with, with repeat clients again. Yep. So, yep. It's oh. so much. I was going to ask you about that. So I'm glad, glad you answered. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you said people kind of contact you about nine to the year mark. Where would you say that you get like a lot of your business from? Is it just through like Google searches? Do you have a not listing Instagram? Um, I mean, all of the above plus referrals. Um, yeah. You know, just I get a ton from venues, um, photographers, because I feel like venues get booked and then photographers, videographers. Mm-hmm. And so um you know, just having those relationships with those vendors and, you know, just having those teams that, you know, you can count on and and so you know the measurements of everything and just a lot more smooth sailing. Um, I have the knot um, and I feel like I do get quite a few inquiries off of that and then just good old Google and word of mouth, mm -hmm, Instagram, Instagram. So then when it comes to setting up the florals on the day of, Mm -hmm. when do you like usually arrive? I know you said it probably varies like how many weddings you have that day and different timelines. But like if you were to like build a perfect wedding day, like when is the best time for florals to be delivered? Um, So I feel like first looks are typically around like one, would you say? They've got like a four, 4.30 ceremony and just depending on how many shots they want. So I usually try to get there around 10, 10 30, especially I've got, if I do, if I'm doing a like archway installation, something like that, that I can only do on site. And that's going to take me about an hour. Um, but yeah, my goal is to have everything done before she puts her dress on. So I really base it off the okay. time- timeline too. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That's, How can that's we be better partners as photographers to you is there any like specific shots that you're just like play like you cross your fingers that the photographer gets every time like is it the ring and the flowers like is that what you're hoping for or what That's such what a are good you looking question. for um I love detail shots mm-hmm. I love those shots um and I feel like a lot of times photographers or we like forget to get like flat lay flowers. So if you're going to do like a flat lay, if you need flowers beyond like a boutonniere massage, like something like that, it's awesome. My biggest, I, I love the bridal bouquet shots, but a lot of right. times I get photos back with a lot of cleavage in the background. <laughs> mm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Me That's either. Uh-huh. And so I, sometimes I have to pick through, um, but That's I don't know. Just I never colors. thought about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I have to make sure because I, you know, we love the dresses and we love because a lot of the sheer neckline mm-hmm. things are in, but I also don't want to put just a bunch right. of boobs on your. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so kind of on the off opposite spectrum yeah what like are there ever any photos that you get back and you're like oh my gosh why did they put my flowers there <laughs> I, I feel like that a lot with boutonnieres um, oh yeah because a lot of times the guys aren't there when I'm finishing up um luckily this last weekend I was still there and they had put all their boutonnieres in their pocket square pocket and I was like, oh, no, honey's come here. We have to fix you before oh, no. these pictures start. Or just, um, 
I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's the biggest thing that I see in picture. Yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves, like as a photographer is, and this is a little B-I-H-E of me, but um, <laughs> is like when maybe like a personal tender or like a mom will like do the pinning and they have like the pearls of the pins, like just hanging out. I'm like, let me redo this. So they're hiding behind the lapel. <laughs> Does yeah. that bother you? Yeah. Mag- uh, magnets. I do all my boutonnieres on magnets. So really? Smart. All of them? Smart. All of them. Because I don't, I don't want to pin them either. So right. I just yeah. snap them off. Because we're doing, I'm getting married in 54 days oh and gosh. all of the, the guys are wearing suspenders. Uh-huh. And so they're doing magnets because of the suspenders, yeah. but sometimes like Florists will have like an option to do either or, but you're just strictly magnets. Strictly magnets, unless they tell me. Did not you know to. that's how? Did you know that's how they pin the guys on The Bachelor is with magnets? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would never. They would never. Be yeah, it would take. Right. Could so you imagine? Long. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd all be floppy and forward. Have you seen the trend where instead of a pocket square, it's florals mm-hmm. coming yeah. out? I yep. think that's so cool looking and so unique. Mm-hmm. Have you I've done that? Yeah, I've done a couple. And I think I've had a couple more weddings this year that are doing that too, which is just so much fun. And, um, you know, people do it a couple of different ways mm-hmm. where I usually build it off of like, oh, like a smaller piece of cardboard or something that I cut and like wrap They just wire. slip in. It just slips right in. Some people use like those name tag holders, like the manat- oh, okay. magnetic. 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 <laughs> um, name, um, name tag holders and just glue yeah. flower. So, but I think they just lay so nice and it's just a fun. It's just different. And I just think that's so cool when people take the non-traditional route sometimes. I feel like some they yeah. might be worried that they're going to not like it in 20 years or whatever. But really, if it's what they like and right now chances are they're still gonna like it then yeah for sure because and I feel like on the day of like everyone always looks around like does anybody know how to fold a pocket square correctly and everyone's like oh yeah I mean just as long as they're matching I guess (laughs) that's so true I didn't even think about that so are there any like bouquets or boutonnieres that you've done that like really stick out to you as far as like they added in something like super special or unique yeah um, and I love doing that. And I always give that option. A lot of times we include something like on the handle, like a locket or necklace mm-hmm. or something like that. And that can be like, you're something old or something borrowed even too. One I had that they gave me like a handkerchief from her grandma who, you know, unfortunately passed away that year. And so we tucked that down into her flowers. So you could really see it too. And just then she felt like she had her grandma with her all day so yeah that's really sweet I love it when people do that mm-hmm. yeah I was actually just scrolling through print Pinterest earlier today sometimes I just do that and I saw these boutonnieres and they had little like Star Wars Lego characters <laughs> built so into them fun. it was so cool that is fun that's just so personal to mm-hmm. whoever it is yeah that's awesome yep people need to follow your Instagram though where can we where can they find you I'm at Cambam Floral underscore LLC on Instagram. I'm also 
messing around with TikTok nowadays. <laughs> so I'm um, Cam Bam Custom Floral there. And then um, Facebook, Cam Bam Custom Floral as well. So trying to keep. What do you kind of do on all TikTok? The Are you just like having fun with it? Or are you kind of sticking to yeah. like a certain theme or anything? Um, I've just been doing like a little bit behind the scenes of just packing the car and getting everything delivered, tearing things down because we tear down a lot and I'm just seeing it all put up and then all taken down. And so it's probably really satisfying to watch. Yeah. (laughs) This is, um, I don't know if you can answer this question, but what are like some ways that people can like repurpose or like keep their flowers after a wedding so that they can continue to enjoy them? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, will try to preserve their bridal bouquet and there's uh, some local um, companies that do preservation that's amazing and then there's also some awesome people in like Etsy that do mm-hmm. like things like that um, but I would just like as long as the flower has a water source um, mm-hmm. like centerpieces things like that purchasing the containers that the centerpieces are in then you can give those away to your guests take those home, enjoy them for a couple of days afterwards. They're not going to last a week after a wedding because the wedding, we want them to be like big and open and full, beautiful versus where a daily arrangement, we send them out in the very beginning of their life. So then they do, you know, open up. Yeah. So cool. I think I want to do like, have you seen those like inverted or like a pyramid that like you can put like your stack your ring on it then? Uh-huh. that has like the flowers inside of it oh I haven't seen that cool. yeah like resin stuff oh, oh yeah well, this has been so interesting yes. oh my gosh it was yes. so yes. great to talk to you and meet you and yes thanks for answering all my strange questions yeah <laughs> mine too just like throwing them all out there <sighs> yeah um at the end of every episode we like to toast to something in the last week that has either helped us through made us laugh or cry um anything <laughs> like that do you mind if I go first, Allie? Go ahead. So I am going to toast to our inflatable hot tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got it last year and we I just set it up last week because technically you're not supposed to keep it outside if it gets below 40. And of course, last week was a little bit chillier. Mm-hmm. So I put it up like at the end of last week and Josh and I had our inaugural soak in it on Saturday I think it was and I think it's up to 104 degrees it has jets like it was amazing and Josh had so he's he's not a dad and none and his friends aren't dads but they all play basketball together on Sunday we call it dad league and he came home and he was just like oh I'm so sore so he like got back into the hot tub and it's just fun that's incredible that's what I'm toasting to I'm gonna toast to my crocs this week Because yes, I love them. I thought you were gonna say my crock pots. No, my crocs. (laughs) I love them. And I love all my couples that I photograph who know that I'm gonna show up in sweatpants and crocs. And it's because I end up getting in the water and shooting from a different way or whatever. And I just whip those gotta put those babies babies in four-wheel drive sport mode. Then we're good to go. And now that the weather is getting so nice, I have white ones and I really need to clean them. But like I mow the lawn in these things. I do everything in them and they're comfortable and they're I don't own a pair of Crocs. You should. I feel like I'm missing out. I'm a Chacos girl. Get on it. I need to find baby Crocs. 
as soon as possible yes little baby yes and they have like the fun little characters you can i know yeah i know emily what are you gonna toast to this week i'm gonna toast to um steroid cream because i had a horrible allergic reaction (laughs) to a flower oh no oh my gosh um, I don't even know, but I was working and I just got a horrible rash on my arm and I'm just thankful that I had that oh. like anti-itch. Has, has that ever happened to like a bride or anything? No, not that I, not that I know of. No, that's good. Because yeah, oh. I mean, you never that really know. Awful. Mm-hmm, that would yeah. be the yeah. worst. And I think I, you know, I'm around things so often that now the more I work with something, I probably was a yeah. little bit allergic in the beginning. And now mm-hmm. there's just certain things. What's your favorite flower, Mary? I don't know if I have a favorite. I need you I mean, I feel like- to teach me how to say my favorite one because I always try ranunculus. to- Ranunculus? Is it ranunculus? Yeah. Is right? Ranunculus. Yeah. Is that uh-huh. how you say it? That's mm-hmm. my favorite flower. Yep. I like roses. I have a tattoo of a rose on the back of my arm. I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah they're just a good class I like one, a garden but... rose too mm-hmm. yeah super pretty yeah. Yep. they smell so, so good. good when you yes. get those garden roses in, oh that's what I I could smell those are lilacs considered a flower yeah it's a yeah. bush yeah. but you yeah. love yeah I love how mm-hmm. lilacs smell those are definitely me too flowers. it reminds so. me of my childhood we had a big lilac bush Same. outside our home mm-hmm. growing up so whenever I smell it I'm like oh I know. But anyway, yes. you guys can follow us at Head Table Talk on Instagram where we will be posting Meredith's embarrassing, amazing photos that we talked about earlier in the yep. podcast before M was on. And we will share her Instagram and her beautiful florals. Oh my gosh, that one that you sent us where it's like the couple in the like circle of flowers. Oh <laughs> my gosh. That gorgeous holy those are actually like centerpieces that we just picked up stacked around them so Mm -hmm. pretty i'm like obsessed with that picture (laughs) (laughs) and we'll be Uh, well thank you back next week yep we'll be back next week thank you all for listening don't forget to rate review and subscribe but yeah other than that we'll see you next week bye love you